Hello everybody, happy new year and welcome to another episode of Amepo Express. First of all, I want to sincerely apologize for taking a very, very long time for coming with another episode. I've been really, really busy with school and exams and stuff like that, so I haven't really had time for myself or anyone actually. So please accept my apologies. Promise to be more forthcoming with episodes. So last year was pretty I don't know, should I say messed up? Okay, messed up is an understatement because we all know how pretty fucked up last year was, but we thank God we got out in one piece. And for those of us who got out but weren't exactly in one piece, I guess that's that's something that is got out. So basically everyone has a lot of high hopes for 2021. I know I do. And I know a lot of people out there do too. And I sincerely hope 2021 is going to be very, very cool bring a lot of cool things to us we hope the universe hears this one So today we're going to be talking about domestic violence and intimate partner abuse. Domestic violence is an issue that needs to be addressed as soon as possible. Basically, I think we need to address it now because it's becoming very, very rampant in the society. I can tell you that three out of five homes, in three out of five homes, there is a partner being abused. And trust me, it is very very wrong it is i don't see anything that can justify domestic abuse i I basically cannot see anything so domestic violence includes behaviors that physically harm arouse fear restrict a partner's freedom or force them to behave in ways they do not want it includes the use of physical and sexual violence threats and intimidation emotional abuse and economic deprivation so basically a domestic abuser does not want you to do stuff that you want to do they want you to do stuff that they want you to do if you get my point they they don't want you to have free will they want you to depend on them and they want you doing their every bidding which basically to me is fucked up like i kind of thinking it's fucked up why would you want to control someone's life i mean you have your own life how about you control that instead of trying to like boss around someone else so anyways um warning signs of domestic violence include 
seeing when your partner tells you you can never do anything right basically they're always finding fault with what you do your partner's showing extreme jealousy of your friends and the time you spend with your friends and away from them them as in your partner your partner keeps you or discourages you from seeing your friends and your family your partner insults demeans or shames you your partner takes your money or refuses to give you money for necessary expenses your partner controls who you see your movements and actions your partner prevents you from making your own decisions your partner prevents you from working or attending school your partner forcefully has sex with you this will never be right forcefully having sex with someone i don't care if they're your partner your your spouse having sex without consent is rape and will be treated as such when your partner intimidates you with weapons your partner pressurizes you into doing drugs or alcohol your partner destroys your property and basically these warning signs are very easy to spot but some people for the sake of love i'm putting this in air quotes love and some other reasons i mean some people refuse to leave toxic relationships or marriages because well, for some people their excuses the, the children they don't want their children growing out of a proper home they don't want their children coming from broken homes i promise you a child coming from a broken home is way better than a child coming out of a home where one parent is dead due to domestic abuse i promise you you being alive and being able to take care of your children is way better than you dying because you want them to grow up in a sound home basically those warning signs if ignored can graduate to physical harm like your partner pulling your hair, punching you, slapping you, choking you, biting you, using objects on you like irons, belts, basically anything that can cause you physical harm. Your partner forbidding you from eating or sleeping. Your partner hurting you emotionally. Your partner preventing you from calling the police or seeking medical attention like basically at this point there is nothing you can do again they have gained full control of everything you call yours your time your space basically everything the only sensible thing to do at this point is run away and basically that would be hard because now they've got you in their sights they've got you where they want you so running away will be very very hard unless you have help from people outside or you go about it in a very very smart way so yeah um domestic violence has been known to have some very severe psychological effects our studies have shown that women who have experienced domestic violence or abuse are at a significantly higher rate sorry risk of experiencing a range of mental health conditions including post-traumatic stress disorder ptsd depression anxiety substance abuse and thoughts of suicide so 
basically most of the women you see today with medical conditions relating to mental health have either been abused before by a partner or are basically currently just trying to leave an abusive relationship according to the data for the year ending 2019 an estimated 1.6 million women aged 16 to 74 years experienced domestic abuse in the last year basically that is from all around the world 1.6 million women and i'm pretty sure that that count is not accurate because we have a lot more women in the world and i i basically said at the beginning three out of five homes someone is being abused it might not necessarily be the woman but someone definitely is being abused oh and domestic violence is basically the same whether it happens to a guy a lady or a child it really doesn't matter if you are in the same sex relationship basically if you guys are gay or lesbians or non-binary or anything it doesn't matter domestic violence is still domestic violence also doesn't matter if you're part of any culture ethnic group or religion it's still domestic violence whether you choose to call it something else a toxic relationship an intimate partner abuse basically it's still domestic violence because someone is getting violated so basically there is only one effective method of escaping a domestically violent relationship all right if you are in a domestic domestically abusive relationship or someone you care about is in an abusive relationship the only way to break away and stop the cycle of domestic violence is to leave i don't care what anyone else says the only way is to leave basically i have personally experienced physical and emotional abuse and lived through the challenges associated with rebuilding my life i mean most times i think about it think about my ex and how she used to abuse me and stuff like that and basically i i i stayed because i loved her or basically i think i did i thought i i I did (laughs) sorry about that i thought i loved her and basically i was just being manipulated basically a a abusive partner knows how to manipulate the partner that's been abused like they will basically gaslight you into thinking you are the problem and that you deserve every bit of what they're doing to you all right and i'm here to say that it is not only possible to survive but it is possible to thrive with the right support and commitment and there were some tips that I followed and I am I'm about to share to you. I hope you feel empowered through these tips to love yourself and leave that abusive relationship.
The first step to leaving an abusive relationship is to acknowledge the existence of abuse. Basically, you need to tell yourself, you need to know, be aware of the fact that you are being abused. The person you are dating or are married to is using you, is abusing you, is treating you in a way that is not right. You need to be aware of that. The next, you need to reach out for help. You can talk to someone you trust or you could go to the police. I basically do not advise going to the police in Nigeria. So those guys are plain useless. Like I remember the, the, the wife of this particular TV anchor. Can't remember his name exactly. And his wife posted a video and you could see from the video that the wife was battered like her face was bleeding and stuff like that and the woman tried to leave and then a governor I, I, I need to understand what a governor's business with someone's marriage is because this woman literally left and the governor and his wife basically joined the woman to her husband again I'm like God almighty for God's sake the evidence of this woman's battery still on her face like there was dried blood on this woman's face and you guys are sending her back to her abuser i mean how does that make sense please make it make sense man so basically like i said i don't advise going to to the authorities in nigeria you could find an ngo basically that deals with protecting women that is basically the best option or you could talk to someone you trust someone you know can help you get out next thing is to make every effort to address the underlying issues that led to you being in a dysfunctional relationship yeah you could try to talk things out but the person so basically that would lead to no avail an abuser is an abuser they know what they are doing do not let them manipulate you into thinking it's a one-time thing oh baby i'm so sorry i raised my hand against you i will never do it again it was a one-time thing i lost my temper bro it is a fucking lie they will do it again for him to hit you the first time for her to hit you the first time they will fucking do it again all right so get your ass out of that place as soon as possible try to get to the bottom of things that's what i said you could try to talk things out and basically the last step leave by any means possible leave that relationship like i said earlier those that have kids that keep saying oh i don't want to leave because of my kids i don't want them growing up in a broken home guy please leave at least you'll be alive to take care of said kids not until you die and the person marries someone else that will maltreat your kids your kids will basically suffer if you die so the best thing to do is to leave all right so i got brownies from costman and 
fam i can't even lie to you that shit hit me so fucking hard guy like that shit really got me fucked up i mean i was i was i was at home like not technically alone like there were people in the house but in my room i was i was alone till my flatmates came to check on me and basically these bastards these guys were recording me instead of them to help me guy like can't really explain how i felt but it was like i was in 10 different places at once like i was i was so fucked up okay here's how it started when i got the brownies here i was like happy and stuff like that oh cosmos brownies like I'm, I'm i'm actually finally gonna get them into myself like because i've been i've been seeing reviews and stuff like people getting fucked up with the brownies and shit and basically i was like nah this guy's just tripping it's basically i'm never sober i'm always turned up there's always thc in my system so i basically took all the brownies in 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 like three gulps basically and because because it was small foil i got so for like an hour nothing happened first i was like okay this brownies ain't shit and i was like if i was like just start reading manga until this shit hits me guy i was i was seeing stuff in 3d everything was so fucked up like i can't explain it one minute i'm on the bed and then the next minute i'm on the floor rolling around and like crying and stuff and i can't really remember much about what i said but from some of the recordings i got from my flatmates i was basically rambling shit I was calling for my mom and I was like, I don't want to die and stuff like that. Because basically, I could see Heaven's Gate at my front. I've never been this fucked up before. And trust me, I'm always fucked up. But this, this is a whole new level guy. I mean, big ups, big ups to Cosmo, man, guy. Those brownies are fire as fuck. And they will fucking hit you in the craziest spots guy I'm, uh, I'm definitely getting those brownies again so I attached two of the recordings my flatmates made <laughs> please try your best not to laugh at me I was really really fucked up at that particular point in time so please don't laugh at me No, please, I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I miss my mom. I miss my mom. I miss everybody. I miss everybody at home.
So my exams were, should I say pretty okay? Because for someone that did not for once open book and read, yeah, my exams were pretty okay. Plus, while I was writing, my, my, my dyslexia tried to fuck me up like three times. My first paper, I couldn't write as much as I wanted to because... I couldn't read questions on the paper. The questions were basically floating off the paper. If you're dyslexic, you understand what I mean. The words were scattered and were floating off the paper, so I couldn't basically read much. So I had to go and submit before I could actually even finish because it was really messing with my head. And like I said, I did not read for the exams i did not for once pick up my books to read anytime my friends were reading i was basically playing fifa i don't know this this semester i i just i was just kind of lazy probably because we spent close to nine months at home doing nothing so i basically just lost that spirit of school so mainly exam time tables dropped just looked at them like man fuck it when we get to school, we get to the exam hall, we go run them. And that's how I, I basically did it. I was running on grace. And anytime I go into the exam hall, basically, some of the questions were easy peasy, stuff you could do from your head. And some, oh, only God, only God can help us. Because those ones, if you did not read, if you did not open your book, there's no way you want to pass those one. So, but all in all, I thank God for amazing people, people that opened book for me to copy, people that answered me when I tapped them in the exam hall. Cause me, I won't lie to you. I don't, I don't know book like that, and I'm not ready to cheat. I'm not. I'm sorry about that. I, I, basically, all I did in the exam was cheat. I'm not ready to carry prepared answers into the exam hall no please i am not ready to do that for you see someone should come and start filling exam apparatus form and whatever whatever how do i want to explain to my mother at home that they caught me using chips in the exam hall yes, she, my, my, my mother will never she, she will never agree now my mother will never agree i know my mother very well she'll ask you not to come home Say that one semester that they say you take break, you use it in school, and she won't send you a single dime. So, basically, I just want to thank God and every one of my friends that helped me in the example. I know you guys are listening to this right now, so 
I don't want to mention. Okay, I should I should mention the names. Okay, I want to thank Falake. Yes, Falake really helped my life in my last paper. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember shit. Not that I read or anything. She been a waste me really good, remember? I want to thank Stella. Yes, Stella helped me with like three of my papers. I want to thank Joro. Joro, you're stupid, but you really, really helped me with what course was that? I can't remember what course that was. But I remember you helped me once. And I want to thank myself for knowing how to cheat properly. I want to thank the invigilators for not catching me. And I want to thank God for the grace he gave me to write the examinations. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got everybody there. Stella, Falake, Joro, myself, the invigilators, and God. Exactly. So, next semester we move again. So much as I hate to say this, we have come to the end of another episode of your favorite podcast, The Amable Express. So I really had fun recording this as well. This is the, should I say, second time I've laughed in a very, very long while. I I really really had fun making this. I mean you guys are basically one of the whole last reasons I keep holding on every day because I know someday I have to make another episode for you guys. So yeah, basically that keeps me going. So I can't exactly tell when next I'm going to make an episode, but I can promise that it won't be as long as the last hiatus so please let's not stop listening and let's not stop sharing to our friends and family please share the link to your friends to your family to your ops to basically your ops might need something to listen to to clear their minds and just laugh a little so you can share the podcast with them Please, we need to grow the listening community. Thank you very much. I will see you when I see you. Peace.